I had no idea. I've never had this thought before. And while I was sitting down yesterday and typing from weeks of notes, this just kind of morphed out of nowhere. And by the time I got through typing the notes on this, I was like, this is, has nothing to do with what I started out on. And then I realized I had two completely different messages from the Lord here. I'm going to give the one today that will probably be the most unpopular the one that needs to be heard the most. So if you'll give me just a few minutes, I want to share this with you that I feel like the Lord gave me and it is entitled Christmas in Hell. Hell. There's a place we don't hear much about in churches anymore. Get to the gates of heaven. I want to look at God and I want God to say, you did good. Let me tell you something, folks. Doing good doesn't even get you up to the gate. Jesus said that your name must be written in the Lamb's book of life. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the baby wrapped in a manger that came through a virgin womb that lived 33 pure, holy, sinless years, the one that we have sang worthy and holy about today, he died on a cross, not so you could be good, he died so that you could be saved. And he is the only way. In fact, he said, I am the way, not a way, not one of the ways. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no man can come to the Father except by me. Now you better hear me today. Some of you younger folk in here, you teenagers, you're probably sitting here thinking, well, he's talking to the old folk up in this room. He's talking to them folk with gray hair on their beards and on their head. But let me tell you something. Death does not check the year you were born when it comes calling. And we've got people in this church today that have family members that are young in age that are fighting for their life from wrecks and such right now. Don't you dare think that you are too young to die. And don't you dare think just because you're 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 years old that God's gonna go easy on you just because you're young. No, let me tell you something. God's not checking your ID for what year you were born either. God's checking your ID to see if at the age of 13 or 17 what you've done with Jesus Christ, his son. So listen to me, folks. Some people are gonna say, Pastor Tim, you're, you're being harsh today. Folks, I'm not being harsh. I need to tell you hell is reality. And the scariest thing is I sit down here praying, Lord, which way do I go today? The scariest thing on my mind would be this. It would be that one day you're going to stand before God and God would call me up as a witness because God is about to tell you because you didn't choose him. God is about to tell you where you're going to have to go for eternity. And the scariest thought on my mind 
would be for you to look at me with horror in your eyes and, and scream to me, Pastor Tim, why didn't you tell me? I'm, that scares me. It scares me that Almighty God spoke to the prophet Ezekiel and he said, if a righteous man does this sin and you don't correct him, then the righteous man will die in his sin, but God told the prophet, I will require his blood on your hands. I don't want to stand before God with anything between me and him except the blood of Jesus Christ. I love you enough today to tell you, I love you enough today to scare the hell out of you. You can say, Pastor Tim, you're just preaching some scary message trying to get somebody saved. If that's what it takes to get you saved, I'll do whatever it takes. Because see, I've studied the book and I know hell is a reality. So I'm just not up here thumping a Bible and saying you're going to hell if you don't repent. You better hear my heart. You better hear my voice. These tears are real. I don't want anybody either under the sound of my voice or anybody that's going to watch this. I don't want anybody to have to see hell is for real. Hear me. Here's Christmas in hell. Here it is. Are you ready? Every person in hell will be plagued in their mind that they place themselves in this eternal place of punishment. Listen to me. They rejected God's son. Every Christmas... They heard Christmas carols about the baby in the manger. How many times did people in hell, how many times did they hear the words read from the book of Luke chapter two in the Christmas story when the angel said to the shepherds, unto you is born in the city of David a savior who is Christ the Lord. You may say today, we Americans, we've heard that so many times that we become callous to it. But when you are in hell and those words are being recited to yourself and you realize that that Savior came for you, what the angel said 2,000 years ago was real, but you denied God. In fact, you spat in the face of the baby in the manger. You chose the things of the world above the things of God. And in hell, there is no greater realization of how tragic that decision is than in the darkness, the fire, the burning, the torment, the screams. Folks, let me tell you something. There is Christmas in hell and it's in people's memories. How many times in hell have people recalled manger scenes with the baby, the sweet baby Jesus? How many times in hell have people recited the words to silent night? Silent night. 
Holy night. Anybody know the rest of the words? All is calm. All is bright. What is the next words? Holy infant so tender You see in hell in hell and all of the torments and all of the anguish and all of the horror when you start singing that song in your mind and you realize that was a holy child that there has never been before nor since a child like him conceived of in a, in a virgin's womb by the Holy Spirit because he was God's own son sent down here to live and at the age of 33 he died on a cross his body ripped to shreds nailed there and he died as our sacrifice. He died, gave his life and shed his blood to give you and me hope and life so that we would not have to endure hell, so that we would not have to fear death. He came to give us life and to give us life more abundantly. Hallelujah. I wonder if I got anybody saved in here today that you are glad he came. I wonder how many times Christmas in hell takes place with somebody in the midst of their screaming, their agony, their anguish, and their horror. They start singing, oh, holy night. Oh, night. Oh, night divine. You know what that means? It means God inspired the transactions of that night. God inspired the transactions that his son would come through that virgin womb. Oh, night divine. Yes, I believe there is Christmas in hell. What about the song, Mary, Did You Know? What about the old hymn, Carol, Away? in a manger the little Lord Jesus lay down his sweet head and let me tell you something folks in hell the light bulb in the midst of that darkness the light bulb the realization is going to come on that that was the little Lord Jesus and every person in hell is going to have the realization that they continually said no 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 to that little baby and that adult glorified resurrected one who gave his life on the cross and rose again on the third day they're going to realize he was Lord. But how many of you would agree today probably that we Americans, we've heard that so much and so many times we become callous to it. Now we catch ourselves riding down the road with Christmas music on and we in September telling our friends I can't wait till Christmas music comes on. 
and it comes on and we've heard it. We've become so familiar with it that it's lost its true beauty. It's true awe. It's true draw to worship. And I'm talking about Christians right now. Then no wonder. For the forever residents of hell, year after year after year after year, this good news was played out before them every Christmas. God had sent his son. Why? Those words of John 3.16 will haunt people in hell. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. The residents of hell will relive how every Christmas they heard it and they saw it. The gospel of Jesus Christ. But the partying and the booze was more important than the baby. The Santa Clauses and the presents were more important than the baby. The lifestyles were more important than the baby. Every action and every life choice spat in the face of the baby, wrapped in swaddling clothes and said, I choose the things and the stuff of this world over you, little baby in a manger. You came for nothing, little baby. I refuse your salvation. I refuse your love. I embrace the temporal, temporary pleasures of sin before I choose you and your eternal love and salvation. And every person under the sound of my voice would say, I've never said that to the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, you have, because your actions have spoken louder than your words. I don't know about anybody else today, but I am here to tell you I am so glad that I know the baby in the manger as my personal Lord and Savior. I am so glad that 33 years later after Mary wrapped him in those swaddling clothes, I am so glad that that same Mary, that same mama wrapped him in grave clothes. Come on, somebody. Because on that cross, he surely gave his life, shed his blood to wash me white as snow and to redeem me from the curse of the law of sin and death. Hallelujah. And I am so glad that when they wrapped him in grave clothes, come on somebody, they didn't have to go buy a grave plot. They didn't have to go buy a tomb. They just needed to borrow one. Cause you know what? When you only need it for three days, why make the investment? Come on, hallelujah. And three days later, just like he said, three days later, just like he said, he rose again. He's alive and well. He still saves. He still heals. He still delivers. He still gives hope. 
he still gives peace. Come on, somebody. He can still take the broken pieces of a human heart or the broken pieces of a marriage or the broken pieces of a dream and he can put them back together again and they'll be better than they ever were before. You know why? Because he is still the Christ. He is still the King of glory and I don't know about anybody else in here. I can't help those who are having Christmas in hell but I can tell you today that if your name is not written in heaven, you're gonna join those one day but today on December the 18th, 2022, I stand in the gap for you. I will step between you and I will step between hell and I will beg you, plead you, implore you Accept, receive, give your life to the baby in the manger.